Alright, so we are doing a bit of a change up here on our Friday. You know the tradition that we've been doing for like the last five years. You send them in, we play them at 35270. We're doing your 80s here in the first hour. And uh, I got some boat show tickets for the ones that Eric and I just choose. And it's completely subjective on our parts of uh, who's going to win this first hour. It's top, t- tough one to beat with uh, Electric Avenue, but there might be a contender that was uh, just texted into 35270. I ain't going to tell you until we play that, but we'll get to those a little bit later on because right now I do want to get to the subject at hand. I give you some of my thoughts on it when it comes to public employees and the benefit package that, uh, you know, it, it's been a way to entice people into being a state or just a, quite frankly, a government employee that benefit of when you retire, it's a defined benefit. And I've given you my reason why I think dangling that in comparison to maybe some of the compensation is the smart move, but it's been jeopardized or at least threatened for a number of years. You know, saying, look, we're running out of money. How are we going to make this work? And, and there's a, I think a stronger effort now than there has been to change that to a defined contribution. Well, a bill was introduced this week to uh, try to keep things somewhat as they are. And that was introduced by uh, State Senator Sean Cleary. He is uh, newly elected out of Bismarck District 35. Joining us right now here on KFGO. Senator Cleary, how are you? Good, Tyler. Thank you for having me on this afternoon. Well, thanks for taking some time. Uh, the first couple of weeks, the newly elected, how's it going? Like drinking from a fire hose out there? Yeah, you yeah. know, it's been the fastest two work weeks of my life, I think. But yeah. it's been good. It's been exciting to get to work and a lot of important issues in front of us this session. So happy to be happy to be working for the folks in my district here. Well, and let's start there. Your district is in Bismarck. Uh, a lot of state employees obviously live out in Bismarck. Uh, so, you know, from watching from afar in Fargo here, it makes sense that someone like you introduced a bill that has to do with defined benefits. Uh, and, folks, for the, for those that are listening, because I know there's people that are working private sector saying, well, you know, how does this impact me? Well, one, you're a taxpayer. But number two, those, these are the people that are working for you. So that's why we got to have this discussion to make sure that they're well taken care of. Not only, I think, on the pay side, but certainly when they do retire. Senator, explain what your bill does. Thanks, Tyler. Um, You know, my bill seeks to sustain the defined benefit pension plan. Uh, As you mentioned, there's a few proposals out there that would seek to close it uh, over the next couple decades and switch it over to a defined contribution plan. And my concern with those is not only the uh, threat to uh, the benefit that I think does attract and retain a talented workforce here at the Capitol, but also the cost to taxpayers. Um, you know, by the actuarial analysis done in the interim here, uh, we got the figure back that it'd be $5.5 billion to cover the liability if we were to close it, because we have to continue to pay those benefits, even if new folks aren't coming into it. We have to de-risk the plan, which lowers the rate of return on the investment, and both those things actually make it more expensive to close the plan than to keep it open. Uh, And, you know, my proposal um, seeks to fund a portion of that uh, with $250 million from the general fund, but also adjust the state's contributions uh, in order to make it solvent uh, over the next 30 years. And that is not easy in itself. It's also, um, you know, a sacrifice and a difficult decision, but in my mind um, is a uh, more responsible uh, way to deal with this and maintains that benefit for state employees. 
Senator, I'm curious what what the latest argument is to, for the push to change this. Because, I mean, if you're just talking about the dollars you laid out there, I mean, on face value alone, uh, your proposal seems to carry a lot of common sense to it, saying, look, we, yeah, it's not an easy task, $250 million. Yeah, still a lot of money, not compared to $5.5 billion to make this change. So what's the argument this session as, as why all of a sudden we have this big push to go to defined contribution? Oh, I would uh, let the folks who are – making that push, uh, you know, make that case. But I do I think, think you know, that's actually there, there is there is a concern uh, with the liability, which I think is valid uh, and something my, my bill seeks to address as well. And, you know, there is talk about how uh, defined benefit pensions are uh, fairly unique to the public sector and, and don't necessarily reflect the workplace there is today. But uh, I would argue that folks uh, – it is an attractive benefit, and in my legislation, I would also allow state employees to choose to be on the defined contribution plan if they if they decide that that's what's best for their retirement needs. So I am trying to maintain that flexibility uh, if folks are looking to take care of their retirement that way. I imagine if someone had the option, if that, in fact, comes to be the case, you're going to have a few people that go over to the contribution. That's just my hunch. We'll find out, hopefully, if your legislation does pass here. Uh, and I think that is fair, uh, you know, and we'll reach out to those individuals who are saying, look, we've got to make this change and see if their arguments changed over the years as to why uh, this is what they've been wanting to do. You know, I, I noticed that you've got a lot of support from a lot of, uh, you know, big names out there. North Dakota United, I see AARP, I see Pam Sharp's name coming up with the Coalition of Re- Retirement Stability. So, I mean, there's a lot of backing to this. Have you heard a lot of pushback from your colleagues? You know, I appreciate the work my colleagues have done to take a look at the proposals. You know, we are still very early on in the session, and I think this will be a conversation we continue to have uh, throughout the legislative session. Um, You know, I've heard some pushback, but I think for the most part, it's been uh, there is an understanding that we have to do something to make uh, the defined to fix the defined benefit. And I'm hoping to be able to make the case that. the proposal I brought is a starting point for doing that in a sustainable way. Well, and looking, like I said, just at the, the dollar amount and the comparison, it's tough to argue that this is not uh, more that fiscally conservative approach, if, if yeah. that's what some of the arguments is out there. Uh, what yeah. else uh, What else about this bill, Senator Cleary, do you want to get out before I let you enjoy your weekend as brief as those are during the <laughs> session here? Yeah, uh, Tyler, I, I appreciate that. And, and like you said, and, I, and like you know from your service here at the Capitol, uh, you know, I think we're, we're stewards of taxpayer dollars. And so, I'm, you know, like you mentioned, there are a lot of state employees who live in my district. This bill wouldn't impact state employees or retirees. Um, you know, I think that is an important distinction. You know, uh, there are folks who are concerned about their retirement, but this, any of these proposals uh, would impact people who are coming in uh, to the plan. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned, I, I do represent a lot of folks who work for the state. And, you know, that is one reason why I introduced this bill. But the other reason I is, I, and the main reason is, I think it's the right thing to do. I think this is a, a responsible plan to to maintain the defined benefit. Well, and, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, and I, and I do appreciate you bringing up the folks who support this. And, and I'm uh, fortunate to have their, their knowledge and, and expertise uh, on this legislation, too. Well, I can give you an example of, uh, you know, just on the personal side here, of somebody that was visiting with me not long ago uh, that's been a state employee for a very long time, has an opportunity, or at least had an opportunity to jump on the private side. But when we started talking about uh, just those benefits, that that individual has worked so hard 
to earn that on the private side, you know, that, that that's not there. And in fact, it kept them in that public employee role, helping everyone else out, and they probably don't even know it. So it is something that it's a recruitment. It's also a retainment tool for those that are out there just wanting to do some public good. So I think it's wise. I think you're on the right track, and I wish you luck going forward. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. You take care. Uh, State Senator Sean Cleary out of Bismarck, District 35, newly elected there, saying, you know what, we don't have to change it. It's working. Certainly, you got to put some money into it. We are not short on cash. We are short on workers, ladies and gentlemen. And if this is one of those things that if we're not going to be paying some of that competitive wage, an hourly rate, a salary rate, well, then you know what? You got to have something else that entices people to at least fill out the application, throw on the resume, and look at taking a role in state government. This is one of those things that has been proven to be just that. Messages into 3527. I'll get to those, but I want to get you this message from Two Tall Tom Schmass. He gets you the last weather update of the hour here on Afternoons Live.